Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tech Talk SMB. Today, I am meeting with Joseph Wright, who was an independent consultant. His company is Wright 400 Inc., and he's located in Southern California. I had the unique opportunity and pleasure to meet with Joseph at a recent conference at the Ocean User Group in this past July, 2023. And I have to say that after speaking with Joseph, I was truly inspired and I can tell you why. Joseph, for the very first time, presented a session. And that's kind of new in our community to have new speakers. And it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. But I, I was so inspired by his motivation and more importantly, actually watching him in action. And I thought this would be a very interesting topic to discuss for anybody else who is considering getting into the speaking, maybe not, not the business, but certainly just the idea of presenting a session somewhere. So, Joseph, what a delight it is to be with you here today. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Charlie, for having me. Um, and that was a fantastic introduction. Thank you so much. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> Joseph, I got to tell you that when I first saw you, I attended your session and I sat in the back of the room, but it was a completely full session and I was blown away by that. And and uh, clearly the topic the topic was of interest to a lot of people. But before we even get into that, let's talk about you a little, a little bit, give people a little bit of some of an idea of who you are and things like that. So, so you okay. are a developer. Yes, I am. And you've been developing, I think, for about a dozen years or so? Since 2011, straight out of high school. And after speaking with you in July, I had the sense that you really are, you really embody to me, what I consider a full modern developer. So let's talk about that for a, a minute or two. What 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 is your typical day like? What are your tools that you work on? You know that you use in your everyday everyday life. Um, yeah. So I use uh, Visual Studio um, Code. I use it for all sorts of languages, um, but primarily RPG. And I use Liam's uh, Code for IBM I extension. So that's where I do my RPG development. I I have to confess, I still have RDI open. I go back and forth, um, mostly, you know, so I can keep making improvements to code for IBM I because I help contribute to that. I use ACS for my 5250 emulation. Uh, for SQL, I'm using a combination of uh, the DB2 for I plugin for VS Code and a older tool called SQL Explorer. Um, I'm trying to migrate over to DB2 for I, but SQL Explorer is a a holdout for me at the moment. That's okay. And and, and surely eventually I, I would imagine you're going to run up on run SQL scripts. Uh, I go in there all the time. Uh, Scott Fortsey has some amazing um, examples there. And oftentimes you'll find examples there before you find them in the documentation. So it's a fantastic place to look so long as you keep ACS up to date. Right. Yep. Right. There's certainly, there certainly are a lot of great tools out there. And there's really everything I think that we need for modern development. Yeah, the, absolutely. And I also feel that IBM is very receptive to adding new things as the community requests them and if they can make a good case for it. Uh, yeah, IBM has been amazing. Like all the people at IBM I've had an opportunity of speaking with, you know, friendliest people always willing to listen. And, you know, they take 
constructive feedback and you know they they've been making lots of improvements ever since i've been on the platform yeah and and, and the cadence in which these updates come out is really impressive as well yeah so let's talk about what you do every day or the topic that you decided to present at the ocean user group and by, by the way this is the uh, called TechCon, which is held once a year in july in southern california it's a great group, and I know Joseph is a volunteer for that group. And what inspired you to even volunteer for the group? Um, my first company I worked for was just a uh, a member of Ocean, so we would attend the annual conference. So I've been attending Ocean ever since then, and um, yeah, I just know a lot of the board members. And you know, again, it's a you know a fairly small group, so everyone gets to know each other and. Uh, yeah, I've just been more inspired to uh, to help out, and uh, uh, I'll say, you know, Patrick uh, Patrick Bear has uh, twisted my arm <laughs> to help out a little bit more now that he's uh, taken more of a leadership role there as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been f fantastic. It's held at such a great time of year in July in California. Yep. Who can who can beat that? I mean, with the with the, with the extra extra things we do at night there, it's it's a wonderful opportunity. So, anyway. What so Joseph? What what do you do during the day? And like for example, what 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 topics or what tools do you use? Not the tooling per se, but I know you did a topic. I think it was on Python, if I recall correctly. That's correct. Right. So you're a full time or most time Python developer? No, I am a full time RPG developer. I spend um, probably ninety percent of my time writing RPG. Um, you know, full free with SQL, um, really heavily rely on SQL, love SQL. Um, so that's one of the reasons my talk was leveling up your RPG with Python is because I come from the point of view of a RPG programmer who learned how to use Python to, you know, um, level up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I hoped in that talk, I could give a an RPGer's perspective of using open source, which I think a lot of the community is is coming from the you know RPG mindset, which I think spoke to why it was so well attended. Yeah, absolutely. Were you surprised at the number of people who showed up at your session? Uh, shocked at first, yes. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it was either going to be five people or fifty <laughs> because it was my first time speaking. So it'd either be you know no one, and I'd be like, oh, no one, no one wants to see me, or it would be everyone. And it seemed like it was everyone in that conference. The room was full. They had you in a in an auditorium, and it was full. Yes, theater seating. Uh, all you know, the the last ten years, Ocean's been held in you know, small classrooms, national university and, um, and hotels where you could fit 20 chairs, maybe max. And this year we have this beautiful community center in Tustin with this giant theater seating, you know, a hundred plus chairs. And of course it's the, the year I volunteered to give my first, uh, <laughs> uh, session. So, you know, someone who's uh, not used to speaking, that was, uh, <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun twist. Terrific. I thought it was fun. So so, so here you are doing this RPG development using Python, things like that. And you said it a couple of times already that you're not a traditional speaker. You're, you're a new speaker, as we said. Yes. Um, well, let me, let me back up for a second. Do you even consider yourself a speaker? Uh, no, um, for 
my entire life, I've been extremely uh, shy and introverted. Um, I mean, there was a point where I could even place my own order as a child. <laughs> so yeah, it, ever since I got out of high school, started working professionally, I've been pushing myself. Um, I did like uh, IT uh, help desk type work where I was answering the phone. That got me uh, out of my shell a little bit to be able to you know, hold a conversation with someone. And yeah, over the years, I've just constantly been pushing myself to get, you know, further and further out. And, you know, obviously this is, you know, the, the next step for me. How does one get motivated to actually make that leap from thinking about this to actually submitting a, an, an abstract to see if it'll, if it'll get accepted by the conference? Yeah, that is a fantastic question. Um, you know, I still look back and and, and wonder <laughs> what really <laughs> was going through my head to push me out there in the first place. Um, I definitely think it's, for me, it was the support of everyone I work with, all the friends, um, you know, the, the board members at Ocean. You know, I had a lot of people telling me, hey, the work you do every day is fantastic. I remember this project you did. You know, you could give a talk on that. It was it was amazing. You should, you know, everyone kept giving me ideas of what to do. And, um, they've been doing that for two, three years. <laughs> so it was really a, just like the, the, the final reason I decided this year was it was not a new year's resolution, but it happened to be at the beginning of this year where I just said, I'm going to say yes to things. I'm just going to go out and say yes. And, you know, see what happens if, if I survive and I survived, um, you know, I'll reevaluate afterwards instead of overthinking it in the first place. And so far that's worked out well for me. I mean, we're nine months in and I'm, I'm quite happy with how things have gone. It's a good strategy. Yeah. I, I know when you and I spoke, I guess it was the day before your actual presentation, you mentioned to me, even back then you were nervous, I guess, which is completely normal. And anybody who's doing this for the very first time, I imagine we'll have some level of anxiety, I guess, or some nervousness. But I think because I had the opportunity to watch you present, it you didn't seem, it seemed completely natural while you were up there speaking. Yeah, thank you. Um, it <laughs> From my point of view, I I felt very nervous. Like every everything coming out of my mouth, I was like overanalyzing as I was saying it. I was tripping up a little bit with my words. Um, but I did a lot of preparation uh, beforehand to, you know, get notes and kind of run through what I was going to say. So, you know, if, if it came across that way, I guess I did a good job. So thank you. <laughs> you, you came across uh, with complete confidence and that's actually the magic bullet right there. And, and, the, and the magic bullet is if you know your topic, well, you are literally bulletproof. And this is a topic I think, you know, all deep and wide. Yeah, 100%. Uh, knowing the topic and being able to ad lib and, you know, uh, answer questions when the audience had questions that that was a big one for me, because that you can't prepare for. And uh, uh, we should definitely talk about that because I, I had two people throw me some curveballs at, at the end. Um, <laughs> well, let, let, I, I think I handled that well. Yeah. Sure. Well, let, let's talk about it then. You know, as, if you have the confidence and know your topic well, then you really can't be thrown and, mm -hmm. and there, there's always people who will ask these questions, either deliberately or not, you know, they, they have genuine interest, but let's talk about that. So you, you were presenting this topic and you, you, as you said, you got two, two questions that were, I guess, I imagine they were on topic, but not within the context of the presentation. 
correct. They were on topic. It was about Python, the language itself, but um, both were uh, performance oriented, I would say, which, you know, isn't an aspect that I spend a lot of time thinking about because RPG is my performant language. SQL, I leverage the database when I care about performance. Python, I look at in a completely different light. It's a utility language that is low code, high output, as far as just importing a package and getting something done without having to, you know, rebuild the the wheel from scratch in RPG. Uh, so oftentimes that means, you know, performance can go to the wayside. You submit the job, you let it run. Um, so one of the very first questions was, you know, how do you deal with Python being so slow? <laughs> Which um, definitely that I, I know where that came from because for the last, you know, uh, five, 10 years, you've, if you ever uh, go online about Python, you will see everyone talks about how slow it is. And um, it, it is true. Compared to super high performance languages, it is slow. But in the context of an RPG application running, it's going to execute in a second or two. You won't notice it. And that matters when you're doing high level machine learning, big data processing, millions and millions of rows. And it's just not something you know, you or I are ever going to hit up against. So it was a, that was an interesting curveball for me. And then the other uh, question was about Python's ability to handle floating point uh, numbers. Um, long story short on that one, if you go out enough decimal places, it gets imprecise. And, you know, my answer to that is, well, I personally don't use Python to do <laughs> large decimal uh, precision floating point number calculations. If I'm going to do that, I use SQL. And I know SQL can handle that just fine. DB2, fantastic. You know, and in Python, you can run DB2 SQL scripts and I'm calling Python from RPG. So it's never been a area I've had to tackle. So uh, he, he's not wrong, but it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't something I was expecting to, uh, to have to talk on. I think you gave the perfect response though. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, one thing that we tell each other, other speakers, what we tell each other, there's absolutely no, nothing wrong in saying, I don't know. But we can talk offline. I can get back to you on that. You know, we can research it to get together, things like that. Um, you know, that's, a, a, I think, a misconception in the speaking industry is that people feel they have to know everything about everything. And I think that is what contributes to sometimes people's level of fear because they're afraid that they're going to be thrown or there's, you know, there's a term that's used in the industry called imposter syndrome, that people are going to find you out. But it's not, it's not true. You know, you know that, you know, the topic and you can explain as you told me, you just did very well, the response and you gave somebody good guidance on, on how to proceed with that particular problem. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was in that crowd of perceiving all speakers as experts. Um, you'll, you'll often even see the user groups advertise, you know, our, our panel of experts. Um, so to me, the word expert meant I had to know everything. So that was probably one of the roadblocks to speaking in the first place was, you know, I never considered myself an expert on any topic. I, I know I'm good and I'm, you know, <laughs> to try to remain uh, modest, probably above average when it comes to RPG programming and, and Python on IBM I, but there's so much I have to learn. 
So it, for the longest time, it was, you know, do I have enough to, you know, contribute and, and, and be amongst the group of experts. And you're right. I, you know, I don't have to be an expert, you know, no one's an expert. It's, it's really just a group of people wanting to share the knowledge they have and, you know, saying, I don't know if, if I don't know, <laughs> especially in a volunteer situation. Yeah. And, you know, I was more than happy to answer questions before and after the talk and, uh, people could reach out to me. I, I gave my GitHub, you know, they could uh, message me there. So, you know, I kind of went into it thinking, okay, I might not be an expert, but I am willing to help anyone after the fact. And if they say something or need help in it's an area, I don't know, then we'll, we'll research it together. We'll, we'll find the answer together. So we started the conversation here by saying you're doing this 12 years already. Yes. 12 oh. years. Um, started in 2011. I, um, my father is an RPG programmer in, in case you're curious how I got into RPG. He he's been doing it his, his whole career. So, um, it was pretty natural for him to, uh, suggest bringing me into this industry. I think 12 years an expert makes. Yeah. Thank you. For, provided I, you're doing <laughs> real 12 years and you're not doing four years, three times or three years, yeah. four times or whatever. Yeah. I, I know on paper you hit uh, what regular developer at around like three to five senior around eight. So I, I never felt like I hit senior developer at eight, even though I probably did. It's just uh, yeah, that imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So I feel like 2011 was yesterday. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't, I think we all do. You know, there's an old saying in the industry that says, if you want to learn something, teach it. So yeah. you're shaking your head. What do you think about that saying? Um, I, I've I've had to think a lot more on Python ever since I said yes to speaking. Um, I I probably did more cramming on <laughs> on Python um, just to prepare prepare for the you know unexpected questions to make sure I was a hundred percent. So yes, uh, speaking on a topic you know with the right individual will drive you to just you know, further your knowledge. So I has this given you any, any new perspective on people who do speak in the industry? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I still extremely admire you guys for sure. You're, you're much more approachable. You're, you're less rock stars and more just other people who want to help and share, which is, um, definitely a good perspective. I think, um, I think that's common for all the speakers that I know, they're, you know, everybody's willing to share. And I think that's what makes the IBMI community so great and that, you know, the community that it is. Yeah. And it really taught me that anyone can, you know, share and be a part of this group. Absolutely. So let's talk about the audience. I mean, you, when you were giving this, uh, preparing the content for this presentation, who did you envision coming into the room who would and did you even keep that in mind or did you have that in mind who who am i talking to when i'm giving this presentation uh yes my audience uh you know i was always taught think of your audience when you're speaking so you know i've never spoken professionally but i remembered all the the guidance i've gotten over the years so um you know i i just thought back to every company i've worked for all my coworkers. you know as if i was you know giving a speech to all of them, you know, uh, that, that to me is a group of people who is friendly, open-minded, but they're not well-versed on the topic. So I need to start at one, give some intro, uh, move 
quick, but uh, slow, <laughs> I guess, slow and quick into uh, the more advanced topics, because I wanted something for everyone. I wanted the intro section for people who've never used Python. I wanted the uh, more advanced stuff for the people who have used Python and want to, you know, uh, get a little bit more out of the talk. So it, it was a, a weird balance and to try to keep it, you know, in about 50 minutes uh, was definitely challenging. Um, I have to say, even after uh, making my first presentation, I already had enough notes and material. I probably could have made two or three more. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you better be careful because it becomes quite addicting very quickly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If, I imagine you've, you've, you kind of make me think that that's where you're going with this. Um, yeah, I, it, it's definitely a, a very high probability at this point. I mean, I'm, I'm quite busy professionally, but I still want to remain very active. So yeah, it's, it's, you're going to see more of me. <laughs> well, another, I mean, I, I have all these old sayings and, you know, the, the next one I can throw at you is you want something, something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. And they somehow I, have, they have good time management skills apparently. Yeah. And I'm already being hit up to go to other conferences. Um, I am attending common in, uh, Sweden and Denmark next. Uh, and Liam has asked me to help on his workshops. So, Terrific. So you're actually, you're actually going, presenting in person in Sweden and Denmark. Not presenting, helping out on the workshop. So I might be standing at the front of the classroom uh, for those. But uh, otherwise, I'm just an attendee for the other days. I'm, I'm wow, exploring that's amazing. The, the countries for the first time. You see what happens? You, you dip your toe into the pool, into the water. And next thing you know, you're on a plane. Yep. Yep. So very excited about that. It's about uh, six weeks away. That's really great. So when you first had these thoughts to give this presentation in the beginning of this year or even late last year, whenever it first started, did you ever imagine you'd be going to Sweden and Denmark? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, as, an, as a complete aside, I've been to both of those places and, and the people there are just wonderful. You're going to have the best time ever. Yeah, I, I keep hearing hearing that that they're the nicest people, and it's it's going to be amazing. So yeah, um, well, I'm really you. looking forward to it. Uh, as you should, you're going to have a wonderful time. When you were doing this one session, I'm just curious if you rehearsed it or uh, did any mock presentations, or did you did you sit down with anybody who listened to you and you know test your timing things like that? Um, yes and no. So funny story, I did do that with my wife. Uh, she's been uh, volunteering with Ocean as well. Uh, big help on my presentation. So I, I was going over my notes and I, I gave one or two read-throughs of my presentation to her first, but then I attended Ocean. And then I overanalyzed and overthought about my speech. So the night before my speech, I basically completely rewrote it. So I was unpracticed for <laughs> uh, you know the day of. That's not uncommon. I see many speakers minutes before making changes to their <laughs> presentations. That's that's very common, actually. So night before is not hardly unheard of. Well, it may have been minutes before for me if my laptop didn't die on me the hour before I was supposed to start presenting. Um, and thank you so much. You were a lifesaver uh, lending me your laptop for for my uh, my speech. Actually, I have forgotten all about that, but you're very welcome. I'm glad it was. I'm glad we were able to help. I'm glad we were able to get. <laughs> well, it's just another another thing to throw at you for a good story, right? Yeah, I've. It, it really did make the story. <laughs> okay, great. <Yeah. laughs> That's very funny. So here we are now, two months 
after this whole event and you're still standing and as, as you mentioned you're going abroad which is amazing to me so what words of wisdom perhaps or words of just how you're feeling that might inspire because now to me you're a professional you've uh, you faced your demons if, if they were even your demons you faced some of your fears and you head on and you gave this presentation which to me is amazing and it, again having the opportunity to sit in that very session I, I was really struck by how how well you did it and it really just speaks to your experience in this topic. But what, what words of encouragement could you give to anybody else who might be might be sitting on the sidelines today thinking about doing this on their topic, whatever it happens to be? Uh, honestly, just just do it. You know, get over whatever reservations you have. Um, trust me, I, I still have reservations about talking. And it felt amazing. I, I completely changed how I viewed uh, speaking, how, how I viewed everything, uh, even, even the platform. I know there's so many programmers out there who are, let's say apathetic towards, you know, the state of the industry and the path forward and RPG as a language and whether or not it's going to be around, uh, just getting out there and being more active with the community and sharing your knowledge. You, you know, you realize you can really be a part of fixing that. If you think there's a problem there, go out there and, and teach and bring more people into the fold. I had a fantastic conversation with um, a guy named Alexander, who's, you know, longtime programmer, but first time RPG. And he had a million questions and it just felt so good, you know, being able to help someone out like that. Um, and he, he really appreciated it. He, he kept finding me the next couple of days asking more. And, you know, it was like a, a kid in the candy shop uh, with him. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely fantastic. I, I would highly recommend the experience to to anyone, and just you know, get out of your own mind if you're if you're uh, you know the type like me who's uh, overanalyzing, overthinking, and just go out there and try it. You know, you you will survive, is what I will say. Well, you have survived, and it seems yes. like it's it's not only have you survived, but you're actually you're growing as a result of this as well. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, that, that is the goal. I, I want to keep growing knowledge, personality, everything. I, you know, I, I believe, uh, every day I can improve myself and that's what I try and do. And this is going to go in so many other areas of your life as well. You conquer your fears, you hit them head on, you conquer them. And it just changes your whole perspective of your whole career trajectory. Really. It does make a big difference. And it's fun. It's fun to be out and in the front of the room. I think, anyway. I, I think you. I, I think you have. You were having a good time while I, I saw you doing it. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I've been to uh, what ten years of ocean conferences, and uh, yeah, that that was my favorite by far. And it's not like the others weren't great either. <laughs> but you know, there the the one standout thing was I. I actually was able to get up there and speak this time. So yeah, I thought it might be my worst and it turned out to be my best. So. So you mentioned your wife that you were practicing with your wife, presenting the content. Is she in the industry as well? She is not. Um, so yeah, admittedly a lot of what I was saying probably went over her head, but, uh, she still gave great feedback and, uh, it definitely, it helped just having, you know, someone to talk to. I know some programmers believe in, um, was it the uh, the rubber duck method where you have a little uh, 
rubber duck on your desk and you just talk out your problem to it. Um, my wife's a bit more conversational than a rubber duck. So <laughs> it, it definitely helped. Yeah, I had the, uh, the the good fortune to speak with her as well. And one thing that I, I really loved also was that she was your biggest cheerleader there too. Oh, she was. Uh, well, that was one of the reasons she volunteered to be a uh, session manager was to to make sure she could get in on my session and be able to sit there and watch me. I think that's really great. When I first yeah. started out, I used to practice with my dog. My dog could have been the best presenter at some point because my dog <laughs> knew more about RDR than anybody else I knew at that at one point. <laughs> but didn't happen. So you mentioned um, you mentioned Denmark and Sweden, which again is just amazing to me. And you mentioned future ocean conferences. I, what what I see, what, what I think is going to happen is you're going to be asked by many other groups, I would imagine, down the road in the future, either virtually or in person. That, that's a normal path of people who are really passionate about their topic. And I really see you going down that path, provided that's something you want to really pursue. Yeah, uh, I definitely see that happening as well. Uh, like it or not, uh, a lot of people are going to try to drag me to conferences and yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to say yes. Yeah. Um, I've well, if you're going to say yes, then you're not being dragged, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, true. I've already been asked if, you know, I'm going to Virginia Beach this year, um, uh, which is co-hosting with Magic. Um, Common and Magic are there. Uh, unfortunately, because of Denmark and Sweden, I, I won't be attending that one. But yeah, I, I fully expect a lot of invitations going forward. Well, I think that's awesome. And yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm so glad that we had this conversation and I'm, it was, I'm just also glad to, um, to have met you there and to work with you. And I have a very strong feeling that we're going to be seeing your name in a lot more places in the, in the coming year and coming years ahead in the IBMI community. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. It was fantastic uh, uh, meeting and being able to speak with you. And uh, we went out to lunch. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So thank really you so much for awesome. having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure <laughs> to meet. And again, California, Southern California in mid-July, how can you say no? But uh, but everything about that group is wonderful, the Ocean Group. I've been, I've been going there for many, many years myself. And yeah, it's just it's the people, like all groups, people are really passionate. It's a volunteer job and everybody's really passionate. So it's it's easy to be with those kind of people because their passion just overflows and gives you a lot of inspiration, I guess is the right word. Yeah, a hundred percent. Everyone has been super encouraging, super supportive. Um, that is one thing about this community is they will be behind you 100%. <laughs> yeah. So it, don't, don't worry about that. I don't think you can get up there and fail. That's true. I, I totally agree. Joseph, it's been a real, real delight speaking with you. Thank you so much for sharing some of your thoughts on being a new speaker. I think if there's anybody out there who's considering it, listen well to what Joseph has said, because he he has gone down a path that is very familiar to a lot of people. And there's nothing holding anybody back. If you want to do this, if you even have a, a glimmer of thinking of doing this, think about it. As far as Joseph is concerned, I think you're going to be seeing his name for many, many years to come. Yep. Thank you. Joseph, what a delight speaking with you. Thank you again for your time today. And thank you for what you've done so far and for all the things you're going to be doing, you know, going forward. Thank you very, very much on behalf of myself and from Tech Channel as well.
Thank you very much for joining me on this podcast today. Yep. Thank you for having me. Terrific. All right, everybody. That's our, our podcast for this month. We do look forward to giving other podcasts down the, down the road. I do encourage you to visit the tech channel website. There's lots of good content reading and listening to over there. So until next time, Joseph, all the best. And we'll see everybody or speak to you next time. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye now.